Let's do this thing. What up, what up, and welcome back to On the Break, a basketball podcast brought to you by Sensibly Loud Media. It's your host, J-Mac, here. Kyle Beats is back. Josh VG is here. What's up, boys? What's up, man? I'm glad to be back. It's uh, It's been a long three weeks, but glad to hop on with you guys tonight. Josh and I have been yeah, having Justin's a excited because he doesn't have to carry the show anymore. So. <laughs> hey, come on. Glad to have you back. Hey, we had a good time. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah, I was dying listening to the last one. I'm like... Is Justin contemplating if Dwayne Wade should be on the all-star list or not? <laughs> he should not be on the goddamn all-star list. No, absolutely. We we solved that problem by making like the honorary captains and stuff. That's absolutely know, what they should do. The, the, the fact that you even question that he should be on there is hilarious in itself. Well, just because of the fact that that's always how it ends up. Sure. I had stupid. sleepless nights thinking about the honorary all-star. Here's what I want. <laughs> so I want, you must have at all-star at least five years. You must have at least one championship, and you must have played for at least 10 years. Then you're on a ballot to become an honorary captain, and then the league, not the the fans, vote for you. Yeah. Okay. You right. fix See? Fixed it. Done. Hire me. Hire yeah. me. Hire this man. Josh Bristow. You can come <laughs> find me in Fort Worth, Texas. I want <laughs> at least 200 grand. Out of curiosity, do you know how many teams – or excuse me, how many players qualify for that? I don't. Not off the off the top of my head. Yeah, I mean, Dirk would. Wade and Dirk both do. Yeah, that was, that was what we were talking about. Was There's actually quite a few guys. Yeah. You could maybe almost build one full roster with guys like that. Yeah. Well, Kyle, uh, how's Austin so far? Dude, Austin is, man, Austin is unique. Coming from DFW, it's it's a fucking huge change of pace. I feel like within the next three to four months, I'm going to be fucking harvesting organic vegetables rocking Birkenstocks and drinking kombucha 24-7 because this place <laughs> is crawling with that. Be a little bit more open-minded sexually, you know, like oh, I've maybe so many I've kind of so many his, I kind of like his spurs and his cowboy boots. <laughs> I've unintentionally offended people with jokes here way too many times. <laughs> it's just casual conversation with you two. Oh, good uh, lord. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, it's actually a lot of good culture. I'm glad I made the move. Uh, Appreciate all the patience from the listeners. It's been a wild two weeks or three weeks, but uh, it's pretty badass down here. I'm still out in the suburbs, though, so I can't even act like I'm not spoiled as shit. I love the, a nice ass house. <laughs> I love the fact that you moved halfway across the state and j- just didn't take your laptop at all. <laughs> you well, had, <clears throat> you had let's, let's get this clear. Be. I did not get a promotion, so financially, I didn't. I'm not making any more money. This is not my laptop. This is Jessica's laptop okay. that I borrow. <laughs> Full credit. This is all her equipment. This is, these are her headphones. I bring nothing to the table. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, Sounds I've like she's really marrying of, up. <laughs> <laughs> I've been getting a lot of shit, too, for, like, moving to Austin and not diving into the culture and, like, living in East Side and downtown. Like, it's nice down there, and I've been hanging out down there, but I'm living in the suburbs. I've been spoiled too much at this point. You've probably been watching more basketball than you have anything else. Oh, dude, I've been watching a ton of sports. I've been watching NBA, college, basketball, NFL, everything. So for our listeners, and for me, because I can um, proudly say that I've never been to Austin, what's like, what's the call? I, dude, I'm from Oklahoma. Why would I? I went to the University oh, okay, of Oklahoma. Okay, okay. I okay. go to Austin. <laughs> but uh, um, what, what's the, like, you said East Side, and what, what was the deal with the culture? Tell me about like it. East, like East Side and 
in parts of downtown is very um it austin is almost like a california in texas uh minus it's basically substituting the ocean with rivers but it's very uh very hipster very diverse very laid back um very unique and different so all stuff you hate that's, that's <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. You would actually like it. It's actually pretty cool. You better be a square peg with the rest of us square pegs if I'm going to like you. <laughs> it's um, a cool vibe, good. man. Like I said, like I said, I like hanging out there, not living there. Just me. Sure, for sure. That sounds a lot like a, any major college town. Actually, Norman's like that in Oklahoma. Is that Oklahoma is red as communism, dude? It's like super red state, but Norman is that little spot of blue where everybody's voting liberal you know um so i think a lot of uh college towns are really like that yeah, yeah. austin's a whole other beast austin's i like right. austin a whole lot yeah i know that's your vibe your jam a lot justin i yeah. mean growing up where you did it. <laughs> yeah growing up what's, in california that'll happen <laughs> exactly but what's unique about austin josh is that it is a college town in a sense in that area near ut which is near downtown but it's such a huge city it's developed into like a major city it's almost as big as dallas now and it's really? got a ton of tech companies, just a ton of new companies. Like where I'm working, there's just buildings going up everywhere. So it's definitely a a growing economic area mm-hmm. too. Hmm. That's cool. Pretty good. You like it but, pretty well overall. Yeah, a lot of douchebags at the end of the day. No, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> I like it a lot. Uh, I like it a little bit more than Dallas or Fort Worth, even, which would probably pain my my parents what? to hear. But yeah, See, actually, yeah. Austin's my favorite city in Texas. That's what, yeah. I wanted to come down here because it's like a five year commitment, man. Sure. Yeah. Did uh, yeah. well, not too bad. Yeah, I like it. Well, uh, oh yeah, I just saw that Austin's getting an FC team, right? Yeah. Oh, so this guy in my branch that I work at now is a diehard soccer fan. So he used uh, pay time oh, off. Pay time off this week or next week so he could go to the first FC game. Hell yeah. It's, I'm not that high. I'm not that hyped about it, but at least it's the start of getting professional teams. Exactly. A, That's what it there's is. There's a million people in one city. In the city limits, there's a million people, and there's probably two million people in the area. It's like, how do we not have a team? Next thing you know, they're going to move the Knicks to Austin. Wink, wink, OKC from Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. I would See, be okay with that. I mean, that would be a shitty product. I would almost say just keep them. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to think about that. <laughs> I'd rather have no basketball team than have the Knicks. Exactly. <laughs> Is Tim Hardaway their best player? Probably. I mean, Porzingis, can he, can he run? Mm, well, that doesn't mean he's not their, their best player, though. <laughs> but no <laughs> legs, he's their best player? Dude, I would take Porzingis with no knees over Tim Hardaway. <laughs> Yeah, I think I was riding the Tim Hardaway train a little too hard early this year because he had like 10 good games, and I'm like, he's going to be better than his dad. Yeah. I mean, he's a good play- He's a good player. I would take him on my team, but it's just all about how much money you're paying him. They're paying him yeah. too much. Yeah. Shocking, right? That's a bad contract. There's a lot of bad contracts, though, man. I'm like, as I'm starting to look at the trade deadline and seeing, you know, what team can make a move, because um, I do think there are a few teams like Denver, the Clippers, uh, I think Boston even can make a move, but there's some bad contracts out there. Sometimes it's hard to get the money to match up. Dude, the CBA as it is right now allows players that players that should be making the most money in the league to take less money and the players that are mediocre to take huge amounts of money because teams can afford it. So yep. you're exactly is right. it, trades are super weird. They don't match up. But isn't that on the teams for not doing stupid things? I mean, that's, you know. That's, sure. Dude, yeah. that's the thing is like, if you look at 
it's very hard to be, I feel like, an NBA GM because if you look at all the rosters in the NBA, there's two or three bad deals on all of them. And these are smart people making these. Now, you can look at a roster like the Knicks or the Bulls where there's like eight bad contracts on there, but those are absolute shit organizations as of the last decade. But uh, every team's got a couple of bad contracts. Like, I don't think Mark Cuban gives out a lot of terrible deals, but, I mean, yeah. at this point – Wes Matthews contract is a bad deal. That didn't look great, but it was a transition period for them anyway, so it didn't really matter too much. Right. Yeah. Dwight Powell's is not a great deal. Uh, that that deal's gotten better, I think. I used to hate on that deal a lot. That deal definitely grew into itself. I'd say uh, this may be a little more controversial than any other. Harrison Barnes is probably not the best deal either. I just said that. Oh, you did? Yeah, but, I mean, no, I'm just joking. Oh, but yeah, I, Dude, I agree with you 100%, Justin. Like That guy got a max contract before the CBA was signed. And now it's not as bad as it was whenever it was first signed. But there, I think Boston and the Sixers kind of put out the prototype for you don't have to just pay these players crazy amounts. You can rebuild through the draft because a couple of years ago, I saw uh, articles where you remember when Dwight Howard was with the Lakers, um, they were so afraid of paying him. And, and there were people talking, GMs talking about you have to pay him because what if you don't? Your fans will get mad at you, you know? So I think there's less of that with – the Sixers and the Celtics being prototypes for we can rebuild the draft. We don't just have to keep around one superstar and pay this one superstar. Plus, to be honest, there's not as much loyalty between superstars and teams. No. So I think you're going to see a little bit less of those outrageous contracts. But the talent, but the talent level has gone up so much that there's insane. you have the ability to have multiple all-stars on every True. Dude, so. the talent level in the last five, like five years is just like so there's more talent every year in the NBA than there ever has been. Like, next year we'll have more talent in the league than there's ever been before. Yeah, and they're just gushing revenues, too. I think it's time for to expand it to 32 teams. They're going yeah. to. They I'm, might bring, hey, Austin, Texas. Austin, Seattle. <laughs> there you there go. go. I think they uh, do, I think Vegas gets one. Yeah, Vegas gets one. It's going to be Vegas and Seattle, I think. Those are good calls. Yeah. Um, real I went quick. up to Seattle a couple of years ago, and they still have supersonic T-shirts selling everywhere. Hell yeah, they're dude. Still, that was, that yeah, might be the, the best. Let's stop that. It's a great sports town. Look at the Seahawks. Yeah. That, that might be, they might, as a city, have some of the best overall uniforms of everything, like collectively as a city. Yeah. For every sport. Those Supersonics jerseys were pretty ugly, dude. Green and yellow. Oh, I like those. Dude, those were so sick. Yeah. Josh, did you like the ones with, Josh, did you like the ones with the planets? <laughs> <laughs> Were you, oh, dude, Google that real quick. Like late <laughs> 80s, early 90s. Yeah, it was like but, mid 90s. Yeah. Uh, getting back to the the Mavericks, just real quickly, I think Harrison Barnes at twenty four million is better than Wes Matthews at fourteen million right now. I watch every single Mavericks game. You yeah. go, I know you go to a lot too, Justin. Yeah, strongly. Yeah, Harrison Barnes is a, a lot better of a player than Wesley Matthews. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but he scores more and he scores a lot more efficiently. I think it's more the type of player that you're getting for the money you're getting there. Now, sure. I, I still definitely agree that Wes yeah. Matthews is the worst of those two, but you're also not. Yeah, you, but you're not you're not getting a max ma amount of money out of, of uh, no. Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes is not worth $24 million at this point. Like but I would love – I, I like him. I would love to see him come back for like three at 50 or four at 60 or something like that because I think he is worth 15 or $16 million. Yeah, he's not worth more than twenty. No, but he's he he can get you – you can pay him $15 million, he can get you 15 points in 25, 30 minutes and give you good minutes. And I think he's developing his three-point shot a lot. I saw an interview with him where he said, you know, I've had to accept my role as the, the second guy on the Mavs. I'm not the number one scorer. Luke is the number one option. 
and I'm going to develop my three-point game because that's what's going to keep me in the league. And if he does that and he can give me 38, 39, 40% from threes, I love Luca's playmaking ability, and I think Harrison's a really good teammate and good guy. I, I, I want to see him stay as a Mav. Yeah. I I didn't hear West that, fuck but off. just from – sure. I haven't heard that, but just from what you said, I really like that a lot. I'm a big believer in pay him a million per point they score. Like, if you're looking at a score. Obviously, there are players that do different. Like, Joel Embiid's going to – should garnish more than he scores points, but, like – for scores, pay him a million per point they score. John Wall gets two million per point he scores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, he, he also averages 10 assists. Yeah. Nick Batum like, gets eight million per point he scores. That That's a horrible contract right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I constantly bring that up. Yeah. I can't find the Supersonics Planet jerseys. I have no idea. Would you send me a – I'll send you a link. Yeah. Send me something. I got you. I'll send my carrier pigeon with it. Kyle, what do Sweet. you think about this whole DSJ trade thing? It doesn't – so I don't think it's going to happen. But so I at, on at first I was not on board. I was no. like, we're not giving this guy enough time to develop. He's played maybe 70, 75 games. Yeah. But and, and I love DSJ, but I just think Luca's coming on so strong and he has to be the focal point of your team. And I think there are other teams that can use a guard like DSJ, a young guard that and he just doesn't fit in the Mavs. When he doesn't play, we we play better on offense. He's a good defensive player at times, but yeah, I not think consistent I, enough. Yeah, exactly. I would be willing to move him at this point if we get the right pieces in return, and I want a, another athletic big or a shooter. If we could, go, if we could trade him straight up from Obamba, I would do that. They wouldn't do that deal. There's no That's way. So let me deal. let let me. Okay, so would they? The re, and the reason I think that they would is <clears throat> look at their other big men that they have on that roster. They have. Uh, is it Vujicic? Vucevic. Vucevic. And then uh, they also have oh, – help me remember the other big man. Young Gordon, Jonathan Isaac. Jonathan Isaacs um, and, yeah. and Gordon Hayward. So maybe – or maybe even would you trade DSJ for Jonathan Isaacs? I just like having that big ath- athletic guy. Uh, I would not trade him for Isaacs. I would trade him for Bamba straight up. Fuck, um, hell yeah, I'll trade him for Bamba. DeAndre is not going to be there next year, I don't believe. So I think, I think you got to prepare for that. I hope he is. I hope you're right. I think he's definitely going to be back. I think that he's done well enough. I think he works in the system, and I think that he's going to be very well. He's going to be the veteran guy they need. Everything else, they need to get rid of these old guys. You know, and I mean, it sucks that what happened to JJ Barea and all that. They need to get rid of him. They need to get rid of uh, Wes Matthews. They need to get rid of all that and fix that problem and fix that some of those log jams they've got going on. They need a fluidity in their lineup. Is what they need. What do you pay DeAndre next year though? Probably three or four years if you can come to maybe a little bit higher money deal on it. Dude's 30, isn't he? Yeah. 31. 31. But, dude, he's lost 15, 20 pounds. He takes great care of his body. I have no problem giving him, like, three for 60. I really don't. Or three for 55. I really have no problem. At 20? 20 mil a year? If you're going to be second in the league in rebounds and our team all of a sudden is going from dead last in the league or close to it and turnovers and rebounds to middle of the pack, I mean, you're making an impact. He's still – he's shooting 70% from free throws. Like, he's improved. (laughs) Impressive. Yeah, so – yeah, three for – Three for sixty would get put his rich. contract expiring right at when you have to sign Luca to his right. max. Yep, so right. That That's would, the idea. Yeah, and the thing is too, Rick Carlisle's system works better when you've got that big crashing guy that can come through the middle, you know, and it's, it's constantly moving. Yeah. They're yeah. just that flow offenses. That's all it is. Just ball movement, ball movement, ball movement. And that works right now. It's what, what's going on. My thing about DSJ is I agree with you. I, or I, I think we talked about this at one point earlier on. I agree with you that I don't think he's had enough time to develop, and I still don't think he's had enough time to develop in any way. I don't know that his development is being hurt in Dallas right now, but I don't know that it's not. And 
I just I don't think that there's a a package that I could think of that, that I've heard that's even feasible. Like I've heard like DJ Augustine and Terrence Ross together for him. No, no I don't want no, any part of that. Absolutely not. I'd rather roll so, the dice and see what you what you got there. Let me speak to that real quick because I agree. He has not had enough time to develop. Answer this question for me, though, Justin. Do you think it has to be either Luca or DSJ's team, or do you think it could be both their teams? Uh, I think that they could make it work if DSJ would stop doing some of the silly shit that he does. Right. I was going to say, that's where I disagree because because of that, because I think DSJ is going to want to have his own team. Yeah. And I actually do think him being in Dallas is hampering his his growth a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and these fake, like the fake injuries and stomach viruses. I mean, I don't know if I'm buying that. Dude, it's they're kinda, holding him back. It's to a see weird it. situation. Yeah. The the one package I know Josh is dying to make a point. The one package that I would, if we could pull it off, if we could do DSJ, Wes, and another piece for Bradley Beal, I think. Absolutely. Uh, my, boy's been, my boy's been telling me about that. And I really thought about it. Bradley Beal is the perfect fit. Or Otto Porter would be system. fine, too. Are you Okay, we'll get to that later because okay. you guys were blowing Otto Porter. <laughs> and I think Harrison Barnes is oh, fucking better than Otto okay, Porter. Okay, we'll talk about that in a minute. We'll get there uh, in a second. What were you going to say, Josh? Dallas did come out and say today that they want to mend their relationship with DSJ and want to hold on to him unless they get a good package yeah, for him. Guess what that so means. They're not, I don't think they're actively. What does that mean? <laughs> that means they got offered like DJ Augustine and Terrence Ross and realized, yeah. oh, we're not actually going to get anything for this guy. Yeah, they didn't get Brad, They didn't get Bradley Beal. <laughs> right. Yeah. You could do Bradley. You could do Bradley Beal for DSJ, Wes Matthews, and Dwight Powell, but that does nothing for them. <laughs> yeah. Uh. It- it, well, it, the biggest thing is it gets that contract off their books. Right, but they're taking on just as much money with those other two guys, yeah, but, but they expire. They expire, exactly. My and my, So my other thing about DSJ and his development, though, is that he's being compared to Luka, and Luka is not just an average developing dude. Yeah, that's, like, that's not fair to that guy. <laughs> exactly, but everybody looks at it that way, like, oh, well, he's been here two years, and Luka been here one. Basketball, bah! You know, Luka's and it's been like, playing that's... professional basketball for two years. <laughs> exactly. That's two years how... ago, Dennis Smith Jr. was playing, like, 4A high school. Right, like, that's not how this works, you know? No. And so, I mean, we talk about it on this show all the time, two to three years development minimum. I don't know that, it, like I said, I just don't know that his growth is being hurt yet, but I don't know that it's helping either so yeah. it'll be interesting to see what how they play this out i mean if anything i think they're gonna sit tight i think that why not roll the dice you have to at this point you're not anywhere close to winning yeah you're you're not i man i'm even questioning if the mavs are gonna get into the playoffs at this point they're probably not i do think R- luca is rookie of the year i do think he has a superstar written all over him and at the beginning of the year i had concerns about his speed and that's I've learned during the year. It's fine that he's not the fastest, most athletic guy because he's a master at his craft, just like James Harden is. And he's only going to get better. He's kind of like a poor man's James Harden scoring wise and a poor man's Ben Simmons or maybe almost like Ben Simmons moving the ball. But he can do both. Uh, I'm really excited for his ceiling. And I think he's clear cut rookie of the year. Yeah, he's bizarro. Ben Simmons, he's learning how to um, how to get NBA refs to call fouls from too. Yes, dude. He's second in the league in free throw attempts. Yeah. He gets fouled a lot. That doesn't get called, too. He's, he's, that's what I'm saying. He has the James Harden esque to his game. Speaking of which, last, um, last week, I think I, maybe it was two weeks ago, but we talked about the bet is Harden the best scorer in the league. Um, and I argued that he possibly is. It's not. He's not. It's Steph Curry. Steph Curry is no. the best scorer in the league. Um, no, Steph's the best shooter. He's not the best ISO scorer. Dude, he's the best scorer in the league. He dropped 41 I disagree. in the third quarter the other day with seven threes. Did he score 41 then, in one quarter? 
I think that was the the no. That, no, that's not right. I'm sorry. Forty one and a half, a maybe, half. but yeah. But um, Steph Curry's not the best scorer, bro. He had a fifty point plus point game with three free throws he shot. So okay, technical and a, and a uh, an intentional free throw. That's crazy, dude. He doesn't get calls. No, and that's hard to I mean, argue I, with. He's not physical enough to draw calls. But here's my thing. When Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson are surrounding you, those dudes aren't helping or moving off that. You're getting way more one-on-one. Everyone's helping on James Harden off of fucking Austin Rivers and the shit lineups they're throwing out there. He's getting triple team, bro. That's true. Watch, I'm telling you, I've been, like, nerding out on basketball. James Harden is having a better – he's having a better year than Steph Curry. Like, the the streak that he's on right now, he's playing at a higher level than Steph. So, he is – He's having 35. He's my MVP. He's my MVP, for sure. I was going to ask you, him or was. Giannis was my MVP before, after Clint Capella went down. Dude, how much did James Harden have in that loss to the Nets? He dropped 56 in the loss to the Nets? How much yeah, 55 or 56. It was, something, like it was, it yeah. was upper 50s, or uh, mid to, mid-50s, sorry. Above 50 points in a loss to the Nets. Dude, that guy's my MVP. But as far as, like, in a vacuum, who's a better score between him and Steph? I think I have Steph. I disagree, but Harden's it, a better it's, one of the, it's one of those. That. Oh, he's definitely a better passer. Yeah. Steph's a good passer. I love that we can sit here and talk about the fact that he's dropped 53 in a game and they fucking lost. <laughs> no, they suck. That's my um, point of why James Harden is better, though. Like, it's not because he's like selfish and he's taking all the points or taking all the shots and they're losing because of that. It's Steph Curry gets a lot better looks than James Harden. There's so much less attention on him. What's crazy is a big reason why. Harden scores a lot in the paint is because you have to worry about that backside lob to Capella. He's still doing it without Capella, dude. With Capella exactly, out, exactly. Like, that's I crazy. I still, I mean, I still, I'm still going to stick with the Steph's a better score, but that's crazy, dude. And he's an M- he's my MVP right now. Harden is he, is he your MVP, Justin? He, I thought you were asking me again. Yeah, say, he's my MVP. <laughs> <laughs> just just to hammer that home, probably so. Honestly, at this point, how could you deny that? And I think the team is – I think they're going to f- still finish in the playoffs like, and probably a mid-level seed. Like, I think the team will be fine. Dude, it depends Josh, on how long Josh Capella has doubts. Capella, dude, that Capella injury. He's out six bad. to eight weeks. Yeah, six, six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks. Was it on a – was it on a patella sprain? What was it on? Uh, I don't recall. It's a leg injury, but I, I just saw that the time frame was six to eight weeks, and I was like, shit, that's – that's going to hurt them, but I don't think CP3 being out hurts them nearly as much as Capella. Strong agree, because all you got to do is get the ball in James Harden's hand. doesn't really matter. <laughs> He's going to get you 35. So I want to I want to uh, point out one stat. James Harden is shooting 12.8 threes per game. He's pulling 13 <laughs> threes a fucking game. That dude's going to shoot 1,000 threes this year. Dude, he yeah, he's there. shooting the lights out of the gym. <laughs> Dude, you, you are... You are fucking feeling yourself if you're taking a thousand threes in a in a season. To Josh's point, he's about to have uh he's about to have like uh, pitchers injuries with like your UCL and shit yeah. from your yeah <laughs> from the take a tendon from his leg and put it into his elbow <laughs> for shooting. Have Tommy John surgery. Um, yeah, exactly, dude. Uh, Capella, it's a thumb injury. I thought it was a leg injury. That's but what I thought injury. too. Oh, I thought it was leg. Yeah, I thought it was too. But um, you guys were both so sure, and I didn't want to look like a fucking asshole. So I was like, oh, I guess I was wrong. <laughs> Josh convinced me. Oh um, man, I need to be- do a better job at uh, reading notes before I come on because I just start talking about stuff. I'm just like, yeah, Capella's out with a groin injury. I don't. Yeah, dude, 
talk to about let's talk about that uh screenshot you sent us josh sent a screenshot in our group chat of the favorites to win the nba championship this year and I think the Warriors are still like minus 150 or 60. Like they're still the heavy favorite who I would put my money on if I were a gambling man. Not that I am. Correct. I would uh, I would take the Warriors. I think they're the best. I think they're the best team uh, still. And that's what I trust in the playoffs. But I was shocked that because I think y'all know I'm really high on the Thunder. And I think for good reason. They're a great defensive team and they can score. Yeah. It, plus 2,000. Yeah. Yeah, plus 2,000, which the Lakers are higher, which make me an argument the Lakers, even with LeBron, are better than the Thunder. Not a chance. No way. And uh, there was one other team I had text, text you, Josh. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but they were 76ers above. 76ers are higher. 76ers than are above the Thunder. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. The 76ers look like a fire. Kind of. Jimmy Butler Jimmy shot Cancer the- Butler. He's a fucking good player, though. God damn, he's a good player. He shot the lights out the other night. Earlier, yeah. And he made some laps that were like, geez, dude, that dude. He's a real asshole, but God, he can score. 700 pounds. He's so strong. So whenever we talk about this list, are are we talking about what we think will happen? Like as far as what we would put money on or what? Because it's like one of those things where it's like, I don't, I wouldn't really want to take the Warriors minus 150. Just like, it's almost like. list really quick. Yeah. Yeah. And to, to answer your question real quick, Justin, I look at it two ways. Who's your who's your favorite basically? Or like who's your favorite or who would you put your money on? Which mine's the Warriors because I'm looking at it as like guaranteed money. But then the other question is who has the best like value? Like who are you right. like, okay, I'll put some money on them because I think they're pretty good and have great odds. Mine's the Thunder at plus two thousand, hands so down. I'd take so let, the, me, let well, me run through the list really quick. Yeah, do that. Just so that just so that our audience. Go for like the top eight to ten. Yeah, for sure. I'm not going to go down to the Suns at twenty five, two hundred fifty thousand. Oh, I'm taking. I'm putting that mortgage payment. I'm putting a dollar on there. <laughs> yeah, a dollar on there and get your two hundred fifty thousand for the Suns. Kyle and uh, I would be vomiting out of our eyes just like <laughs> if that were to happen. Warriors at minus one fifty. The next highest is the Raptors at plus six hundred. The Celtics at plus nine fifty. The Rockets at plus fourteen hundred. The Bucks at plus fourteen hundred. The Lakers at plus sixteen hundred. Seventy Sixers at plus eighteen hundred. The Thunder at plus two thousand, and the Nuggets, who are currently at number two, are at plus twenty five hundred. So, put down a dollar, you win twenty five hundred. That may not be a bad value pick. That's there. not how that works, Josh. <laughs> wait, how does it? Wait, how does it work? A hundred dollars. A hundred dollars. Yeah. So That's a dollar would get you twenty five, sir. You said put down a dollar and get twenty five hundred. I was like, a hundred dollars is a dollar to me. I'm a- <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'll take those odds all day. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be putting so, dollars all over every one of these. <laughs> Based on the way you said that, Josh, it makes it makes me feel like you think the Thunder are the best value. The Thunder or the Nuggets? Excuse me, the uh, the Nuggets. I'm still I'm just I got a boner over the Thunder right now. I, I do, Sorry. I, I do too. They're my team. Here's Pretty are good. there can you like put in futures? Like if I bought the if I if I bought this contract right now at two thousand um, or plus two thousand for the Thunder, if they make it to the Western Conference Finals, can I sell it for like seven thousand? So look, works. look, I don't know why you choose to always make things complicated. <laughs> the, the, odds, the odds will change. You could just not lock the fucking bet in and be a pussy. You cannot lock it in. The odds will change if they make it to the Western Conference Final, or if they. Well, it would be different at that point. What is but the it, most pussy way that I could play this? If Please, they were the one seed at the end of the year in the West seed, it would be lower than plus 2400 probably like plus three or 400 right. sure. i'm so saying right now them. based on this list so there's no confusion who do you think is the best value no dang it i want i want to know if i have the ability to sell this thing at a higher value not. later this you do is, not not to us <laughs> but anyways um 
Best value, I think it's the Thunder. Um, I I think it's surprising to me that the Nuggets are that low. It's more surprising to me that the Nuggets are that low than the Thunder are that low because the Nuggets are four wins at four games ahead of the Thunder, three games ahead of the Thunder, you know? Jokic is out of his fucking mind. That dude is so good. But who's the next best player? Jamal Murray, probably. And Jamal I just Murray. don't trust that in the playoffs. Jamal Murray's a great scorer. That, but I don't trust that in the playoffs. That's the only thing that this can be is the fact that they're looking at that team and going, they, they don't have a star that can take over a game. Has anybody on that team that's starting won a playoff series? Jeez. No. Nope. Definitely not. Is that true? <laughs> no. I, I, Isaiah I Thomas is on that team, right? Uh, yeah, he, is not he has won a playoff series. He's not starting. He's getting like four minutes a game. But uh, yeah, dude, that's bad. Justin, what what what's your best value pick on here? Um, I'm between I'm between three of them that I really can't decide. But so the the Bucks is the one of them. Pick, the Homer pick of Boston, of right? Course. Well, yeah, because I do think that they're going to continue to keep getting going. I, I do too. I, I mean, think Kyrie, it's value. dude, Kyrie. We'll talk about that in a minute. If you if you say the Celtics over over the Bucks, Justin. Well, and that was the that was the one podcast, and I will kick you off of it. That was I the like one that the I was between. I will take over. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was go just going to say that that was the because I was saying that I was between those those two, and then the Raptors as a, like a dark horse type pick, but I don't still don't see that happening. Yeah, I'm changing my answer from the Thunder to the Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks is probably would probably be my value pick there. The Celtics is pretty close second though. Let's just get Chris Middleton, jo- Otto Porter Jr., Clay Thompson, and Josh in a room. Oh God! Like the Buck. Okay, why why are you so so sold on the Bucks? Just because of Giannis, or just because of the way the team plays? The way the team plays. Um, let me look at let's look at statistics for. Them. I think they're the best offensive team in the league, maybe. By f- well, not by far. They are the best as of right now. They're the best offensive team in the league. Correct. Warriors are a close second with Boogie coming back. I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm I like always somehow. Of, my bad. Go ahead. For a player that's sucking wiener this year, Draymond's been talking a lot of trash about Boogie coming back, man. Yeah, he has. Um, that guy won't shut up for the rest of his career. Um, but anyways, what were you going to say, Kyle? I just always forget Eric Bledsoe's on their team, and then I turn it on. And I'm like, wow, this actually is a really good roster. Yeah, Dude, not bad. Good. It's a good starting lineup, especially. Um, but I just I don't I don't trust that because of I don't know who like I don't know who I have coming out of the East. Like I don't trust the Bucks. I don't trust the Raptors. The Celtics are probably who I would choose, but it's kind of a shit show right now with Kyrie and all all those variables. And then the Seventy Sixers. Like I fucking love Jimmy Butler's game, Ben Simmons' game, and Joel Embiid's game. But I don't know if I'm sold on loving them together. The Bucks are. Top five in points per game at number two, rebounds per game at number one, assists per game at number five, blocks per game at number three. Um, and Giannis has won how many playoff games ever? I mean, so what? Like, I mean, that's sure. I mean, sure, he's untested, but that doesn't like you can't. If it's all about stats, you've got to win. win a, you've got to win a playoff game at some point, right? Yes. But one would, had, <laughs> yeah, one would he's say. had multiple chances. He smoked it last year. They were not as good, near as good last year as they are this year. Nor was he near as good last year as he was this year. Agreed. This year. Agreed. And I actually like the Bucks, and I, I would want to see them come out of the East. I just don't know if I trust them. But plus, Brook Lopez is playing out of his mind. He is, and I don't trust that to hold up. Do you? Yeah, no, I do. Pulling from like 28 feet, it's like, holy shit, this guy's evolved this game to the new NBA. I know, dude. And he's like, I think he's like top. Let me let me double check. Uh, 
But I, I'm pretty positive he's like top 10 in three-point percentage in the league. I think that's yeah. actually correct. I think I saw something about that the other day. I want both y'all to give me right now, as just current standings, your power, your power five, your top five power rankings. Uh, Warriors. You want me to go first, Justin? Or you? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Warriors, Bucks, Raptors. Uh, and then I got, I think I have Thunder at four. And then I have... Oh, I'm sorry. I uh, Warriors. <laughs> I knew Josh is gonna do this. God dang it! I hate it when I do this. I I just started with the Warriors and the Bucks. Warriors, Bucks, Raptors, Nuggets, Thunder. Yeah, I don't have yeah. a whole lot of problem with that. I would say yeah. Warriors. So we all like the Warriors one. We all still think they're gonna win the championship, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I think there's less of a chance that they do than there's been in previous years, but I still think those odds are pretty good. Right. Um, I like Golden State, and then I'd say Milwaukee, probably. Oh, man. I feel like Toronto is going to have to make a trade somewhere, but they're 33 and 13. I mean, they're kicking ass, man. Um, hmm. I did not see that coming this year. I did not think they would do that well. I don't, I didn't think so either. Um, man, Indiana's quietly been pretty good, too. Yes, they have. They're just a player away. For sure. I like OKC and Denver as well. I, mm, I'm debatable on Denver still. I mean, yeah, right me now, too. yes. Right now, yes. But ask me in a month from now, and I don't know that that's the same. Josh is going to hate my list, so my list does not include Denver. And Milwaukee's fourth. I would go Warriors, Thunder, Raptors, Bucks, Celtics. So I think the Celtics, I think I just trust that situation to fix itself. Yeah. Is your power it. is your power rankings the best teams right now, or is it the best teams at the end of the year? A combination of the two. I said right in the moment, and I I still take Boston because I'm looking at talent, not record. Yeah. Okay. Uh Brooke Lopez, I was incorrect. He's not top ten for three point percentage, but he is number eleven for three pointers made this year. That's pretty crazy. What's he shooting at percentage wise instead of curiosity? Uh, Thirty eight. That's good. What the fuck? That's really good, especially for, for a big man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's great for a big man, but it's not like, it's not 40. Oh, by the way, Harrison Barnes scores 5.4 points more per game than yeah, I mean, Otto Porter. He, he's not playing with John Wall and Bradley Bill or Bradley Bill's, uh, Otto Porter's not playing with John Wall either, man. He's out. <laughs> good point. Cool. Well, what do you mean cool? Like, he's not playing and he's still not scoring points. Uh, but I mean, like, I, I think that, it's a like, system thing. Harrison Barnes is the number two scoring option on that team, right? Is this, is this a Scott Brooks problem? Uh, yeah, yep. Harrison's probably the second option. Second. Otto Porter is like the third or fourth at top. Isn't it always a Scott Brooks problem? I mean, it always is. But. Dude, even whenever Scott Brooks isn't in the league anymore, we're still going to be talking about Scott Brooks problems. He's the league. next coach we're getting fired. Dude, yes. Sure. Dude, yes, because Thibodeau's gone now. So that's, yeah, absolutely. Chicago we've on, trash. Oh, God, we've been hitting. I didn't realize how many players went from Chicago <laughs> so to Minnesota many. until I listened to the last episode. I was like, holy fuck, their whole team is ex-Bulls. It's ridiculous. Whenever I got into Taj Gibson, I was like, okay, this is getting ridiculous. That's the one I was like, oh, shit, Taj Gibson. Yeah, that's getting out of control. But, yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's definitely been – I feel like the the – Things are starting to balance out a little bit more around the league in general, and things are starting to settle in. I mean, we're kind of in the dog days of basketball and, and con, con, uh, continuing to get there. The trade deadline's like two weeks away. 
Yep. And I, I don't think there's – I think there's a lot of teams that want to make a move. I don't know if a lot of moves get done because of the complicated nature of what we just talked about with the contracts and making things work. And everybody thinks their asset's worth more. And I just don't think as many things are going to work out that have been rumored. Um, but I, I'll be interested. I really hope the Mavs make a move, but I, I don't think that they're going to at the end of the day. Are you uh, excited about LeBron coming back here pretty soon? Dude, yeah. The Lakers need LeBron. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've been watching them. They, I watch Lakers, Thunder, Mavs, honestly, probably the most. Spurs now, because the Spurs are the team they play on regular TV down here, not the Mavericks, because right. we're close to San Antonio. It's really shitty. That, they're a boring team to watch. But the Lakers definitely, definitely need to get LeBron back. Um, the youth just shows when he's not in there. For sure. And it's it's a shit show. Like It's like hot potato, some possessions. Nobody wants to score. And then it's like five straight ISOs of it's just complete shit. They need LeBron running point, basically. So the night that the but Lakers you- were in town last week was the night of the national championship. And I honestly didn't even think about it. And man, I fucking hate when the Lakers come to town. I fucking hate the Lakers coming to town. I hate the I'm born to hate the Lakers no matter exactly. what. Exactly. But I just I hate like there's certain fan bases that I hate dealing with when they come to town. They're just one of them. Just because there's they they travel. They're so probably well. the worst. Yeah. And I'm a and I'm quote unquote a Lakers fan. I'm a LeBron fan. And yeah. Lakers fans are horrible. Dude, yes. And so it just I wasn't really that into going and I really wanted to watch the national championship. And so I went to the arena, got in, and then my buddy was like, "Hey, meet me at the like the Jack Daniels Club, kind of off the side, right?" And so I went and met him. We got you know hammered a, a bunch of beers, and then we just sat there and watched the national championship. And then finally, <laughs> about halfway, like right as we head towards halftime, he just looked at me. He's like, "Hey, let's get the fuck out of here." And I was like, "Yeah, let's go hit a bar and watch this game somewhere else." And so we just yeah. fucking left. That's never a even spoiled saw- season ticket well, holder right ne- there. So never even saw the court. But to be fair, LeBron wasn't even playing. Yeah, you didn't miss much. No, I didn't give a fuck. I sold those tickets because LeBron wasn't playing. Dude, and if I would have thought about it, I would have. And I was like, ah, I, I should just sell these. Yeah, I, if I would have thought about it, I would have. Did you guys get to go to the Warriors game uh, last weekend? Mm-mm. Nope. I gave the parents to my uh, the tickets to my parents. That was a good game. Mavs, dude, the Mavs have just been finding way to, ways to lose close games, and it's driving me crazy. They are really yeah. good at home, though. They are really good. They're, I think they have the best home record in the league still somehow. Yeah, but they're really, really bad on the road. They're four and eighteen on the road. They have the worst NBA road record and the worst NBA home or the best NBA home record, which has never been done before. That's those so- are everything that you guys just named off was intrinsic youth. Like those. Oh, are, that's yeah. exactly finding a way to lose games and in, in the end having a losing uh, road record. That's youth. Yeah, because that. Harrison Barnes is like our veteran, and he's what twenty six. Yeah, twenty five. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, and your best player is a 19-year-old, you know? Exactly. Let me throw this out at you because I kind of want to do some mid-season. We did our power rankings. I want to see where you guys are at on just all-NBA first team. We don't need to go second and third. My all-NBA first team does not include LeBron James or Kevin Durant. You put okay. Paul George in there? And I, and I want to put LeBron in there, but the injury. If the yeah. injury wasn't there, I still think LeBron's MVP. I, I actually think he's the best player in the league still. But I agree. Uh, injuries I, are a big deal. It's a part of it, right? Yeah. And the team isn't the record-wise exactly where they want to be. So I think the two guards for me, because we're not going point guard shoot, we're just going to say guards, right? It's clearly Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, or Steph Curry and uh, James Harden, right? Yep. Yeah. I don't think that's debatable. No. I'm going to call Anthony Davis my five or my big man. Uh, I think there's a case to be made for Joel Embiid. 
I really do. Yeah. But yeah. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Anthony Davis at the five. And then I'm actually at three and four, leaving out LeBron, KD, and Kawhi. And I'm going Paul George and Giannis. Because I think Giannis is the best overall forward, and I think this year, and I think Paul George is, is just the most important to his team. He's leading the league in steals, he's shooting a high percentage. And he's playing the best he's ever played. I think he's actually had a better season than KD or Kawhi. I don't have a whole lot of problem with that. I agree with everything you just said. But if you put a gun to my head and sit, said and made me change it, I would remove uh, Paul George and move Giannis to the three and then put in Embiid at the four or have Anthony Davis at the four and Embiid at the five. So you're going to two, two traditional big men? That's fine. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Embiid is insane. Embiid is the best player on that team. It's not even close. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but, I mean, well, I, I like my first my first choice is everything that you just said, but just for the sake of. Embiid's the best player on that team depending on the night, I should you should say. Because if Jimmy Butler heats up, then. Jimmy Butler can go the fuck off, but like I'm also looking at the fact that Joel Embiid is not as fragile as people think, man. He's been playing a lot of games, and he's, what, 23, 24? Yep. Jimmy Butler's 29, so, eh. Yeah, I, Jimmy Butler can get hot, but yeah. Joel Embiid to me is somebody else, somebody you would build your franchise around. Correct. But yeah. I think they got to keep Embiid and then keep Butler or Simmons. I don't like Butler and Simmons together. I think, I think Ben Simmons just needs to be around four shooters and just have stretch fours and fives. It's just too many people that need the ball in their hands. That's exactly what we talked yeah, about exactly. when they made that trade. Yeah, they're so ball. Both of them are super ball dominant. I actually um, like Butler and Embiid combo more than Simmons and Embiid, believe it or not. Because I think Embiid can, or Simmons, like I said, can just go to a team that has D, D and three wings at the two and three and then just stretch four and fives. If you were the Sixers, would you keep Embiid or, or sorry, Butler or Simmons? That's what I'm saying, Butler, and I think that's a super uncommon opinion. Yeah, I, I would not keep Butler. I would keep Simmons for sure. Right, right. And, I know, and I'm high on him, too. I, I'm looking at his stats. It's like, what, 17, 9, and 8, somewhere in that in that vicinity. Yeah. he. I mean, his Dude stat, hasn't made like, a three-point shot this year. Like, I don't want a, guy, a guard that can't shoot at all. Like, as good as yeah. a creator as he is, guess what? James Harden and Luka Doncic are just as good creators, and they can shoot threes. LeBron James can shoot threes. You can't shoot threes. Neither of them are 6'10". I mean, Luka's 6'9". Is Luka 6'9"? I thought he was 6'7". 6'8", 6'9". He's like 6'9". I mean, he's huge. Um, Like, I've compared Luka and Ben Simmons from before the draft. I called Luka Bizarro Ben Simmons and that they were the same player except for that Luka could score and Ben Simmons couldn't, you know. Um, And Ben Simmons is athletic and Luka's not. But um, I I like – Ben Simmons here because we're looking at him in year two of playing in the league. Correct. And very young. I just don't see that shot getting any better. I I could see it becoming at least serviceable. And even without a shot, he's averaging 16.7 points, nine and a half rebounds and 8.2 assists. Um, Yeah. So I was right on this, that one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But 58.3%. That's really high too. He's, he's shooting 58 from threes. No, that's an effective field goal. Oh, okay. I was but like, a lot of that has to do with the fact that he doesn't take any threes. So exactly, it, it, it's not even the threes. He doesn't score outside of the paint. Like he can't hit a mid-range jump shot yeah. or a twelve-footer. Yeah, like that's a problem to me. And I just think if the Sixers, they have, a, I still think they have a lot of picks. Um, and I think if you let Jimmy Butler run show with Embiid, that it would be more successful. But that's just me. 
it was better for Ben Simmons to have Covington and Sarich in. Oh, for sure. That's what I'm saying. Ben Simmons needs a different situation at this point. If Jimmy Butler is going to be a part of the 76ers plan. Yeah. He needs to go to a team that has a lot of shooters on it. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't deal Butler. Correct. I don't think you can at this point. I mean, he's already told, he's already told Thibodeau and Brett Brown to fuck off this year. Like, yeah. I don't think anybody's going to take that on. I agree. I think his uh, he's really tanked his stock a lot. Somebody might get a discount on him. when Does his contract expire this year? I'll double check. Um, yeah. I, I think it may. And if it does, somebody's going to get a discount on him because he has kind of burned bridges. And, you know, I, I'm not a big believer that character matters that much in professional sports except with certain organizations. But at, at a certain point, you got to just say – I'm not going to hire this. I'm not going to sign this guy. He's just a complete asshole. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter whenever you're in the regular season. Character doesn't matter as much. I do think that character matters a lot whenever you're in the in a championship. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, I don't know. I think if, if somebody's good enough, you're going to pay him the money. And I think Jimmy Butler is good enough. But where I thought he'd maybe get $30 million a year, he's probably going to get 2022. Sure, right. Were you able to pull that up to see if he expires this year? Yeah, in July of 2013 or 2018, they said he had two years left. Um, so that's going to be – he has one more year. Next after. season. He has next season. Okay. Yeah. Speaking well, of character matters, did you see LeBron – or what happened between Kyrie and LeBron? Yeah. What What are your thoughts on that? Dude, I thought it was really big of Kyrie. Uh, I, knew, I, I, thought, I thought you would be a fan of that, and I think I'm still – God, I sound like such a bitch fanboy, but I love LeBron so much. I fucking hate Kyrie in the way, and I loved him. He was like my f- second favorite player. Before, while LeBron was on Miami, I loved Kyrie even before then. And then, obviously, LeBron goes back to Cleveland. I love Kyrie, but the way he left for Boston and the shit he did to LeBron, he was young. And I read the, I read the article, so I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I'm still kind of like, fuck that guy. I think it took a lot of balls for him to do that, though. Sure, I respect get- it. I respect it. Yeah, for sure. If I'm going to get super deep in my feelings right now, um, get ready, podcast. Be- I feel like we don't have a choice yeah, at this point. Can't wait for this. Yeah, you have no choice. I'm getting, yeah. in, I'm getting in my Buckle feelings. Buckle up. <laughs> it reminded me of how much of a piece of crap he was when he did it. It reminded me of that because I've kind of forgotten about it, but it also made me think, like, he's growing and learning. He has a lot of character to to call LeBron and say, hey, I, I'm dealing with what you dealt with whenever I was on your team, and I understand how hard it is now, and that means a lot to me. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was big of him. I, wow. I I don't know. To me, I think that he certainly didn't owe that to LeBron at that point. But, I mean, maybe he did. But at this point, who gives a shit? And I'm sure that's how LeBron looked at it, right? Yeah, LeBron's like, fuck it, dude. I really don't care at this point. <laughs> Who's this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 think, I think it took a lot of courage uh, from him. But I think he's also just seeing, like, how fucking annoying it is dealing or having to play with young guys all the time that don't know how to win. And it could just be frustrating when you're an alpha dog, which Kyrie is an introverted alpha dog where yeah. Ron's a bit more extroverted, but he's Kyrie's still an alpha man. And when you got Jason Tatum and, and Jalen Brown and Terry Rozier are not shooting well, neither is Marcus no. Smart. They're not playing like they did last year without him. Gordon Hayward's not who he was. And Kyrie's just pissed off and frustrated and, Quite frankly, I might. I know Justin's going to hear this. I think he might be out of there at the end of the year. But no, dude, I don't think so. I think he's going to be back. But I, I do think they're going to move Rozier. I, I, yes. I don't. Why wouldn't you at this point? I think that. I think Gordon Hayward's getting better. I think he's looking better and better every day. And yeah, he looks a little more. Little has a little more pop every game for sure. Yeah. So I mean, I think that's big, and I think that's 
That's what the Celtics missed throughout the beginning part of the year. Is well, I guess it's twofold. It's trying to figure out how to work Gordon Hayward in, but then also, and then how to work Al Horford out, kind of at the same on that same thing a little bit, you know, and kind of move things down the line a little bit because Al Horford is a significantly reduced role on that team now. Yeah, he really he really does. Yeah. Um, I think you got to move on from him. He's pretty old at this point. Yeah, I mean he's serviceable and cheap. Who cares? I didn't realize Kyrie's still only 26 years old. Yeah. God, that makes me feel But old. then on top of that, like, I, so I think they're getting better. I, I, But I also think the other uh, part of that with Gordon Hayward is just that he had to find his confidence back, you know, find the confidence and everything. And now he's right. done that. And I mean, he played all of five minutes in the Celtic system. So, I mean, you know. It's true. Dude, <laughs> Kyrie's having his confidence back still. I don't think he's fully there yet. Mm-mm. Kyrie's having he's a still- fire year, man. He's going 23 and seven. 49% from the field, 40% from three. It's pretty good, man. Yeah, only, pretty good. <laughs> he's averaging 23 and seven, you said? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, would, I would like that with the... 23, oh, seven, and five. I mean, that's pretty good with those field goal percentages. In a and different system, besides what uh, Stevens has, he'd be averaging at least 25, 28 a game. Oh, he could average 30, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. that's a very make the make the right play pass first uh pass first offense he's averaging 1.6 steals too i mean he's going to be an all-star yeah. um Kyrie's a re- yeah i don't know he he might be out of there though justin seems pretty optimistic they'll, they'll get it turned around i think it's but, danny ainge and i think he pulls off ridiculous amazing shit so i'm not yeah. too concerned about Dude, it they have so many assets too don't they have like how many picks do they have this year they have like three first round picks this year three first round picks and then a lot of assets at on rookie deals so they could put a trade together before this deadline to put something sexy around Kyrie and entice him to stay him stay there a little bit longer. Yeah, for sure. Gotcha. Yeah. No, I, th- I think they could definitely do that, especially whenever you've got Anthony Davis becoming a free agent here in the coming, uh, was that year? So he's restricted this year, right? Well, it's, they can't trade for him. They can't they trade for him. I know, but I'm talking about on the open market. I don't, I don't think he's restricted. He's a free. No, yeah, he's restricted. He won't be a free. He won't be a free agent until the following year. 2020. Yeah. Summer yeah. 2020. Exactly. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's. Yeah. We talked about that a, a bunch and that. I think that's where they're going to make their move for him. Yeah, I agree. And I've tried to. I don't think Anthony Davis is going to move from New Orleans. I think New Orleans should try to move him. I mean, I guess maybe wait till next year since you already got him on the books. But is it going to be gonna, the boogie thing? Just like he's going to. He's gonna leave, so you 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 get what you can for him. That's right. how I feel. Is it gonna so, be the boogie thing with like what Sacramento did with Boogie, where they waited way too long? Exactly, and yeah. I don't I don't want to see New Orleans shoot themselves in the foot like that. But you can't sell him too cheap because he's a generational player. He might be the best big man of all time by the time it's all said and done. You know, he has that type of talent, and I just don't know if there's an offer that they're gonna get that they're going to think is is worth it. I mean, it's going to take a hell of a lot to get him. I mean, the good news is the Nets have all their pits, picks back again, so now they can uh, <laughs> mortgage the entire future again. Let's just give up another fucking decade. But no, they want to do that for somebody probably more like D. Wade, somebody that's in their 36, 37-year-old range. Yeah. That's more their that's more their vibe. Yeah, yeah Paul Pearson. Yeah, Kevin all-star. All-star caliber D. Wade. Yeah. Danny Ainge just probably thinks about him pulling off that deal every night and gets chubbed up a little bit. Like, I can't believe they did that. Thinking about it in the shower still. <laughs> I think about it in the shower still, so I know he does. <laughs> That's the funniest sports deal I've ever seen happen. The funniest. It's, it's, it's the second with, most absurd. 
Yeah, it's up there with uh, Vlade Divac for Kobe and Tractor Trailer for Dirk. Yeah. Kobe for Vlade Divac is bad, but (laughs) I have to look at exactly what the Dallas Cowboys gave up in like, I think it was like 05, 06, 07, somewhere in there for Roy Williams, the receiver from the Lions. Oh, yeah. He gave up like three first rounders and he was fucking horrible. (laughs) I love whenever a bad contract just blows up in somebody's face. I love it that. just puts the Cowboys right in the conversation with the goddamn Nets. It sure does. And the and the uh the Grizzlies <laughs> with Chandler Parsons. Dude, have they they have fucking cooled off like no other. They started out hot and they look like shit now. You blow that up, right? So you try and get rid of Marcus Gasol? You try to get rid of Marcus Gasol, but he's on the books for like 24, 25 million. I mean, I think I think in the right system, he's still a good player and he can fit in today's NBA, even though he's slow and lumbery because he can pass and shoot. But I don't. Do you think you're gonna find someone to take him off for 24? He doesn't block a crazy amount of shots, but he's a great defensive anchor. Like as far as yeah, position all great the time. positional player. Yeah, I'm great, great help defense. I'm just trying uh, to think uh, of what team would shots. do. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Josh. I was just saying contesting shots. Yeah, go ahead. I, I was just gonna say I don't know what team would need that slash do that deal. If I'm just trying to think, I don't know who that would be. The Warriors yeah. will sign him for fifty dollars, and Nike will give him a <laughs> something. No shit. Yeah. Good old Phil Knight. Uh, <laughs> there's a couple other guys that I think are interesting moving pieces. Before we wrap it up, Andre Drummond is another one to me. I think I think they're going to try to get rid of Andre Drummond, but they have to. He, his his game doesn't really fit in the modern NBA that much. Like any okay, you're going to give me sixteen rebounds. You can play for me, but he can't really do anything but dunk he can't back to the basket or shoot i i love drummond um i think he's every bit as good you love all the players i don't like i know i know i don't know what it is um i think he's everybody good as good as deandre for cheaper he's not cheaper is the thing though he's not what is he what is he making pull it up uh he's making a lot of money he's gonna demand more probably than deandre because of his age but I think DeAndre takes better care of his body. He just he just looks more athletic. Andre well, Drummond looks like he's going to get injured by thirty. DeAndre's adapted his game. You just think that because he looks like a fish. No, because he's two hundred eighty five oh. pounds, and DeAndre's lightened up. He's got oh. he's on that LeBron diet, bro. Dude, Jeez, this yeah, Drummond is making twenty five. No, my told you. it escalates yeah. to twenty eight. Crazy to me because he he doesn't even like he doesn't all star. He doesn't get Defensive Player of the Year, even though he should have won Defensive Player of the Year last year. Or at least been first team All NBA or All Defensive Team. He signed five years, one hundred and twenty-seven million. Fucking terrible. <laughs> what the hell was Stan Van doing? Josh, do you see why I'm willing to give DeAndre three for fifty-five or sixty? Yeah, I mean, I'm, a, I'm okay culture. with that, and the fact that it lines up with uh, with Luca's like needing to sign Luca to a max. Right. That's, that's what makes it. If you told me five for a hundred, I'd be like, no way. You can't. We're going to give Luca fucking five for 250 by the time. Absolutely. That's, and he'll deserve every penny of it. Yeah. Yep. He's going to get, as long as they don't redo the CBA, he's going to get a 20, at least 20 to 20. They will. They'll redo the CBA between now and then. Yeah, no, he's going to get like 50. He's going to get like 50 a year. I mean, he can't uh, on this CBA. Yeah. Not on this CBA. Well, John, you can get 47 because John Wall's making that in the last year of his. Right, but that was max. like a that was like another re-sign. Um, because it's because he's young, he gets a rose rule, and then you can sign him. Yeah, 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 that's right. But, well, he, whatever the fuck we can pay him, we're gonna pay him. I'll yeah, put it for sure. He'll make, he'll make 20 to 25 for sure. At a five year. Rightfully yep. so too. Yep. All right, boys. Well, let's wrap things up. Good catching up on basketball talk. We'll be back uh, next week consistently. Now, Kyle, welcome back. 
And uh, we'll also do the uh, the call or the live show on Sunday. So be looking for that on our YouTube channel. We'll be putting it out as well. We're also going to have a phone number. So if you guys want to call in, give us a chat, 972-885-9361. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Later.